Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sport of Kings podcast. On this pod, we discuss the late pick five at Gulfstream on Saturday, December 9th, 2023. This is show number 253, December 8th, 2023. I'm Scott Carson, founder of Sport of Kings, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hall of Fame handicapper, Chris Larmy. Chris, we get all three surfaces this week at Gulfstream. Yeah, it's like the gauntlet for handicappers. We get center and turf at uh, Gulfstream and, uh, you know, maidens, claimers, and stakes. So we, we pretty get pretty much get a mix of everything. So it's a real test of handicapping. And it's a, it's a puzzle that will be fun to sort out. And we have a special returning guest. He's qualified for the NHC 21 consecutive times. He finished sixth in the 2005 NHC, and he was just elected to the Horse Players Hall of Fame. He's Bill Sherman. Welcome back, Bill. Thank you. Nice to be here with you. Bill, uh, what is your status for the NHC this year? Have Have you qualified? Have you qualified once, twice? I am qualified twice for this year. Although, unlike past years, at the beginning, it was like I, I could tell you where I qualified each of the first few years. Now, it's kind of like how I am with the World Series. I couldn't tell you who won the World Series last year, but I could tell you who won in 1970. Um, it's kind of the same thing with qualifying. I don't know where I qualified. I think it was uh, one of them was online on horse tourneys, um, but I don't remember where else. Well, I, I can I can I can relate to that because I know that Thunder Gulch won the Kentucky Derby in 1995. Right, <laughs> but I don't know who won it last year. Right, right. <laughs> Part of it I think is age, but um, I think there's just so many years have gone by; it all it's all a blur. It's you know it's those oh. 21 times, Bill. You know, it, ah. there 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 comes a time when you just can't. Can't remember all that info. Okay. Well, I think you're pretty close, right? You and Chris, I think, have, have both qualified a number of times. I've qualified like 13 or 14 times. I'm not yeah. even sure. Yeah. Chris, do you have any questions for Bill? Uh, no. I'm. I mean, he was really excited about the five races we're going to talk about. So let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's All right, do uh, it. I'm just I'm just watching a Gulfstream race. Yeah, I just caught the winner at Gulfstream. Yes, uh, <laughs> Samburu. All right, uh, that was good. What what number was that? Because I'm looking at my uh, my horse tourney entry. The, the six horse in the ninth oh. race at Gulfstream. Yeah, I do not have that. Okay. I thought I thought about using him and I didn't. Oh well, but you know, my horse just galloped out past him. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, jot that down for next time. Jot that down. <laughs> okay, so we are doing the late pick five at Gulfstream on Saturday, and it starts with the seventh race. It's an allowance optional claiming mile on the dirt purse of seventy one thousand four two year olds. And Bill, why don't you get us started? This is actually the race that I have uh, the highest amount of conviction on. Um, and that is the seven horse. I mean, I know it's not a price, but I like this horse uh, a lot. Um, That's C-Streak. <clears throat> C C-Streak, correct. Um, 
I just think class-wise, he's uh, heads and tails above the rest here. He, um, they started him out in a stakes race, got bet. Top two horses came back uh, to win next out. Then he was a heavy favorite in a maiden special weight. Won how uh, uh, odds-on favorite should win after a a bad start. And I just think, um, I mean, there are a couple others in here that wouldn't shock me if they won. And I probably in the pick five would also play the one horse who I think class-wise is is probably also above the others in here. That's invade. But, invade, yeah. And uh, but I I would go one or two deep in this race. Um, probably too deep because I I'm not going to go too deep in or very deep in any of the other legs. So uh, I'd probably go uh, seven and uh, also throw in the one. Um, let me just see here. Uh, oh, I was looking at my notes in the wrong race. <laughs> the last race, I also liked the seven. <laughs> um, yeah, I have went, uh, I watched the last race, went four wide the entire turn, still exploded in the stretch. Um yeah, that's that's my pick. I don't okay. think the six beat everything. Um, yeah, other horse that ran against better is the one. I'd play those two. Okay, C-Streak my- <clears throat> C on top. Chris, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, this race looks kind of chalky. The three favorites, the one and the seven, and the six catalytic. Probably one of those three are going to win. Um, but they are stretching out, and there is a lot of yep. early speed in the race. So I'm, you know, I, I since I I don't want to go three deep or anything, and I don't think there's good value in any of those three. Um, I would probably go with the eight horse Mugatu, who is the one horse you know can get the distance. He'll be plugging along at the end, and. If all three of those horses uh, either burn each other up or come up short distance-wise, he seems like one that could be a really big price that could clunk up at the end. So um, not a lot of enthusiasm, but um, I'd go with the eight, mug of two. Okay. <clears throat> I, I, be- I, I don't, I'm not sure why, but I believe that horse would be pronounced Mugatu. <clears throat> but, um, but I don't know that for sure. Um, <clears throat> I also went with C-Streak. I thought I'd watch his replays. His debut in a stake race, he was solidly bumped twice at the start. He shook that off, ran a game race, losing to the two to five winner, but catching up on the gallop out. Then he romped in that maiden special weight at Aqueduct. I like the way he ran gamely despite adversity in his debut. He's done nothing wrong since. So I will single him here since the rest of the card is a bit difficult. So I'm I'm singling C streak. Okay. What kind of price do you think you'll get on C streak? Uh, you know, I think the the other horses look. I think two to one seems about right. I think so too. Maybe even five to two. I think the six is going to take some money. The one's going to take some money. Um, two to one to five to two. I I guess. Yeah, why you you think he might go lower, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was pretty impressive in his races, but um, you know the six horse will and the one will take some money too. Um, but I, you know, I I don't think he'll get two to one, but we'll see. There are there are three kind of logical alternatives, so maybe you will. You know, I'm I'm going to guarantee that the six wins the race by saying what I'm about to say, but. You know, sometimes when you you have a race like this, when there are three horses that kind of look logical uh, in the form, in the daily racing form, or uh, their numbers look similar and they look like standouts, it's almost more important which horse, if you're going to, if you don't want to go three deep or four deep, which ones you're going to throw out. And I just think the six in that race really didn't beat anything. Um so I just think class-wise, uh, not 
not the same as perhaps the one in the seven. Um, of course, these are all lightly raced horses, and um, at any point they can they could jump up. Um, but I, I just don't like the six here. So definitely include include the six on your card. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I'm adding him. All right, let's go to the eighth race. It's a maiden special weight, a mile on the turf, purse of seventy thousand for two year olds. And Chris, your turn to get us started. Yeah, really, really tough race here. Uh, not a lot of information to go on. So um, a little bit of it is guesswork. But <laughs> for me, um, kind of an obvious play would be the one horse, Izzy Doro, who um, was, uh, you know, in its debut, it showed speed and got tired going a mile and an eighth. Now they cut back in distance to a mile. It has that race under its belt, so it should be a lot fitter. Uh, gets Junior Alvarado, who's pretty good with horses on the front end. Draws the rail. You know, this horse could improve quite a bit. Should get a good trip, either on the lead or just off at saving ground. So at a 30-to-1 morning line, which seems a little crazy, but probably a good price, I'll go with the one Izzy Doro. All right, Izzy Doro uh, showed solid speed and came back with some pretty solid works. Bill, what are you thinking? Am I only allowed to pick one? No, I mean, we like you to say who you like on top, but you can pick more. Yeah, than probably, pick five. probably the, the two, um, you know, looks obvious, was, was bet a little bit first out. Okay, names, uh, name, name. Oh, I'm sorry, Air Invasion. Maiden special weight, 85,000. Um, so uh, just was right there. Figure-wise looks to be there, but, you know, I could go 10 deep in this race. Uh, who the heck knows? Um, I, I will, on my ticket, go three deep. And the other two I'm going to throw in are the first or wartime recess, the six. Um, I like the connections. I, I like, you know, well-bred for the turf. Why the hell not? Um, and I probably also throw in as a, at a price, um, the 11 horse, uh, ran pretty well in a, uh, a couple of, uh, shorter. That's in a jam. For <clears throat> I'm sorry. In a jam. People that are driving. 11 horse. Yeah. You know, ran a nice race at, at Kentucky Downs. I'm not sure he's fast enough uh, for this group, but, um, you know, it wouldn't shock me. His best races were on the turf, was right there in, in two maiden special weights. Um, you know, one was obviously the prices are inflated at Kentucky Downs, but um, that generally attracts some better horses, and he, he ran pretty well. So, yeah, at a price, I'd throw that one in. But I, I could... I could throw in four or five other horses easily if I wanted to go that deep. This is the race that I find the most uh, most difficult to handicap of the sequence. I am, I am going to go deep. Uh, my top pick will be Carnival Dancer. <clears throat> uh, his dam was a multiple grade stakes winner on turf, or is a she? Might be a she. Yeah, it's a she. I think I got the wrong sheets. I got the wrong sheets in front of me. Uh, no, these are <clears throat> these these are boys. Yeah. So Carnival Dancer, um, multiple graded stakes winner. The Dam was a multiple graded stakes winner on turf. Uh, Santa Monica, if anybody remembers that horse, uh, he shows a forty-eight-one gate work, and the trainer is nine for sixty-four with a two-sixteen ROI, debuting first-time route on turf with two-year-olds <clears throat> i have a few other ones but i uh, agree with chris that izzy doro it has to be used and uh, i'll throw it back to you guys before i mention my other uses did you have anything else before i jump in bill no i don't disagree with either of you if i was going to go any deeper 
the one would be in there, the five would be in there. Um, I might have the three in there. I, very easy to go deeper, but I, I can't argue with either of those picks. And as you said, Chris, 30 to one morning line, I don't think it'll be that, but um, even so, if it's 15 to one, that, that would be a use. The one horse is Isaro. In general, I wouldn't pay a lot of attention to the morning line at Gulfstream. Uh, just as, as a general note, if you think it looks wrong, it probably is. Um, uh, the uh, the 10 horse in here, Salacious, I don't know if that was one you mentioned, Bill, but that horse ran pretty well on debut, sprinting on synth, and now it stretches out on turf. It's a half to midnight storm, so probably could run well routing on turf it's by tap it you know it's, yeah. it's it sort of looks like a turf router breeding and it looked like the last one was kind of a prep so i would expect major improvement in that horse uh the post is a, is the concern but yeah. that's probably the other one i'd be the most interested in other than the one horse would be the the 10 salacious and put uh, a little money first out Yeah, I uh, I I would use Salacious too. Uh, the trainer is five for fifteen, going second out, sprint to route with two year olds, and uh, as you mentioned, a half to midnight storm. Um, I would also use wartime recess with Bill. Uh, good gate work, breeding, and first time turf route uh, turf stats for Claude McGahey, Shug McGahey, and then one other use I would use is Oscar's World, Brian Lynch. Has a good gate work and it's by Oscar performance. And uh, I'm always a I'm always a little afraid of those Brian Lynch first timers. Uh, he's actually only one for something. Uh, first time turf route, but when he won, it was a twenty-two to one, and this horse might get up into that territory. So, so I'm kind of deep in this race. Yeah, one thing I would just say, general handicapping. Turf routes, first timers are usually not good bets. And now there are certain barns, you know, that like a Chad Brown, obviously, or Clement, some of those guys who, you know, their stables are built around turf routers. But in general, first time routing on the turf, usually a good, not not a good bet unless you have a real good reason for, for liking the horse. So I tend to fade the first timers in these kinds of races um, as much as possible and looking for horses that maybe have their form muddied up by one or two starts that might improve actually, you know, going along uh, on the turf. So that's just in general, just keep that in mind. It's a lot different than a dirt sprint in terms of first time starters where first timers win those races all the time, but in the turf routes, it's usually quite a bit different. So that's something to keep in mind if you're doing maiden races and you're with a lot of first time starters in it. Uh, I'd be interested. In, yeah, I'd be interested in seeing data that says that first timers do better on dirt than they do on uh, turf. I mean, uh, I don't know if you have anything to back that up. But it's, I'm not saying you're wrong, but yeah, <clears throat> it would be interesting to see the numbers. Sorry about that. Well, I mean, uh, only one horse can win a race, right? But um, uh, when you get a horse that's like been training well from a good barn. And I hear a lot of noise back there. In a dirt sprint, uh, they're li very likely to run well. But that, it's you know, they're they're and those horses will get bet down. Bill, Bill, you could you, you could hit mute on your phone, by the way. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Unexpected guess. Anyway, you're welcome to ignore anything I say. Um, but I guarantee you, there's some data to back it up. <clears throat> okay. All right, we're gonna trust you on that. Um, the next race is the ninth race. It is a starter optional claiming mile and the 16th on synthetic purse of 32,000 for three year olds and up and bill, you can unmute and let us know what you think. Okay. This was the ninth. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I had an unexpected guess. Um, and definitely unexpected for the dog. I had um, actually two horses in here. Uh, yeah, I think the seven is going to be very tough 
to beat. I think it's legitimate. That's fly the probably, W. Fly the W. Uh, yeah, probably legitimate at the six to five. It'll probably go off that. I mean, it's just basically at this level right there every time um, and wins about two thirds of those times. So I would include that. And the price that I liked here a little bit was the two horse who is um, uh, Bryce Canyon. And, uh, you know, I look back in the past performances and I look for horses that, um, you know, have done well at this level in the past. And um, every once in a while, those those horses, when they go back to that level, um, they revert to that form. And this horse won at this level um, back in April and uh, has been facing better, facing a lot better. And um, any reversion to close to that that form that won at this level in the past wouldn't shock me. And it's 12 to 1 morning line probably gets fairly close to that. So I would include that horse as well. Um, so wait, which ones, uh, I was, I was looking at my sheets. Uh, I missed, uh, so, I missed the names fly the W my, my prime pick is fly the W. Um, but it's going to be a very short price. And I would also include, uh, the two horse, which is Bryce Canyon, 12 to one morning line as a price possibility. <clears throat> yeah. Fly the W, uh, definitely faster. But does have sort of an in and out pattern, and um, uh, is based on the 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 current pattern is going to run an off race, but it still might be enough to win this race. Chris, what are you thinking? I'm just trying to figure out how a horse that wins four straight races is an in and out pattern. He, he won four four in a row, uh, not you know prior to his previous two races, so. He seems pretty <laughs> consistent to me. Um, anyway, uh, 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 on speed no, figures. On speed figures. Was, were you talking about the two horse that that has the in and out pattern? Or no, no, no. It? I'm talking about Fly the W. Oh, Fly the yeah. W has in his last uh, his last five races. Uh, his numbers are alter alternate from four to seven to four to eight to four. Mm -hmm. Next race is going to be a seven or an eight if if the pattern holds. That it's, 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 I I don't care if he wins or loses. He lost his last two as an odds-on favorite. Yeah, it's the old in out. Like price, but I think he's the most yeah. likely winner. But I don't love the price for sure. That's yeah. why I, yeah, I, I would also let, include someone else. Like I said, he can run an off race and still win. That doesn't mean yeah. he's not an in and out horse. Yeah, I just think the in and out patterns a bogus pattern. It's one of many random patterns people cite all the time. So I just don't believe it. <laughs> okay. And, and plus, it depends on what numbers you look at. Um, on, on like time form, he's he runs basically the same number every time. So, and his best number was his last number. So it's just any 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 lost. So yeah, well, there you go. But I'm just saying looking at numbers or results he's very consistent very consistent um anyway he's the one to beat but i think there is a good bet in here and that's the eight horse wind 99 i always like horses that get claimed with a plan um they claim this horse and now he's eligible for this starter allowance they can run him in this they claim him for 12k last time out they caught him right when he's coming back into form. It's a barn that doesn't have really good numbers in general, but does well off the claim. So, you know, you get a sharp horse with a, off a sharp claim, and you're going to get a pretty good price probably because the seven's going to be, you know, probably three to five in here. So I like the eight wind 99 quite a bit. I, I think he's definitely going to run a good race and he's definitely the value in the race. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, I went with uncle Armando. He's a closer in a race. that seems to have quite a bit of speed. His sheet line feels like he has the most upside. Um, 
he's six to one. He's got IRAD on him, so that probably has that's probably one reason why he's as low as six to one. But I suppose he could go lower. Um, I am kind of deep in this race. I also used uh, I'm also using Starship Wizard, Veterans Beach, and Win ninety nine. Bill, anything else you want to add? Anything else you like in here? Uh, no, but taking another look at uh, the Win 99 that you mentioned, it's interesting, has raced against the seven horse uh, Fly the W quite a number of times. Uh, most of the time, uh, Fly the W is well in front of this horse, but there was one race that they were noses apart. And I can't see anything in the running lines um that indicate you know that perhaps fly the w had a bad trip that that race i haven't looked at that race so yeah you got a three to five and of course it's likely to be 10 12 to one if not higher um and there's some history where they have run together so i don't think that's a bad include yeah and in fact he had the worst of the trips in that race where he got it looks like it yeah um so, uh, if anything, he was probably ran the better race in there. I definitely think, I mean, he could run second to fly the W in here again, but I think he's definitely capable of beating that one and as good as anybody else. So if you can get, again, 12 to one's probably a pipe dream in here. Um, the horse just, I mean, it was a claimer, but it just came off a big win at four to five. And even at this level, he was usually like five to one. So. I can't believe he's going to be 12 to one. Like I said, the morning line's not very trustworthy at Gulfstream, but I think he's definitely the play. Um, the other horse I kind of liked was the five starship wizard. Nothing special, just, you know, he fits. There's no reason why he couldn't win. If he really went off at eight to one, that seems like a pretty good price for him in, in a race where, you know, he, he needs to have things go his own way and he needs to have the favorite and probably the horse I like want to have a, a tough trip or not run a, a good race but you know after those two he looks as good as anybody else to me uh, i'm not sure why i thought this race had a lot of speed uh it, it doesn't appear actually now that i'm looking at it uh more closely um tis romantic the three horse will probably gun for the lead from there and what do you guys think of his chances uh, yeah i mean if it just depends. Being on the lead on the synth isn't is quite like it as good a thing usually as being on the lead on the dirt. But um, you know they don't go wire to wire that often. At least when I watch the races, I I watch and play at Gulfstream on the synth don't. So it does seem like the three and the four are capable of keeping each other occupied enough to to you know make it unlikely that they're going to get away with you know one of them stealing it. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me though. It's a it's a three wired him. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. In good form. Yeah, that inside trip, but but I I, <laughs> I concur with you, Chris. Uh, if I have a horse on the lead on synth at, at Gulfstream, it's it's gonna fade. That's just that's just <laughs> the way it is. <laughs> well, certainly if it's a nine to five on the morning line, you probably don't want to be playing it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I have it as uh, maybe I have it as a use, but maybe lose. So, so let's go to the 10th race, which is on the dirt. It's an allowance optional claimer, six and a half furlongs, purse of 54,000 for Phillies and mares, three-year-olds and up. And Chris, your turn to get started. Yeah, this race got an interesting horse. This horse, I think, is the most likely winner, is also the one most likely to finish last. And that's the three-horse Nick Style, who just, you know, kind of de demolished a, a field back in May as a two-year-old last year and hasn't been to the races since, but gets into this race, and there's really no speed in here, so he could easily clear um early and um the barn usually is pretty good off the layoff and 
just with kind of expected development, he should be more than fast enough to win. So that's kind of who my pick would be. But like I said, he could easily, you know, be, you know, off off the board and never win a ra another race. But he could also dominate this race from start to finish. So it's kind of a price thing. At nine to two, that doesn't seem like a bad price. And for like a pick five, I could see leaning on him. I couldn't single him, but I could lean on him. Um, if he doesn't win, it's pretty wide open. I've got some other alternatives as backups, but for the pod, I'll go with the three Nick style and then I'll weigh in with a couple more, maybe depending on what you guys say about the rest of the field. Trainer of Nick style is two for three, not including today at the, um, at the beginning of this meet. Bill, what are you thinking? Yeah, I uh, spent a little bit of time on a race that three of these uh, ran in. The, um, the November 3rd race at Gulfstream, the, the um, sixth race at Gulfstream. And the horse that really impressed me in that race was the eight-horse Gergen Girl. Um, was battling for the lead the whole way and and ran to the wire, uh, coming close second, was four clear of the rest. I was just very impressed by that race. Um, for a young horse to hang in there, was on the inside, um, was pressured the whole way and, and just ran on very well. Um, if I got seven to two on that, I'd be thrilled. Um, and then I went to look for something from outside of that race, and I am going to throw in a bomb, the two-horse awesome Anne-Marie. You know, not really running great numbers late, hasn't run that well since the claim, but there's some back class there, and um, back class is relative, relative. Uh, to what he's running against today and um, has run some competitive figures at this level uh, in the past. Draw, draws Camacho and I would throw it in as a price. Um, as a horse that if he were to return to form, you're going to get a, a big number on this horse. But it's unlikely because there's a reason why he was claimed uh, five races ago and then has put in five races that I wouldn't consider um, competitive at this level. Two back wasn't bad, but um, I'm going to throw that horse in at a price. Okay, I also went with Nick's style. He's one for one, showed speed. Coming into this, his workouts are much better. Uh, granted, he's a late three-year-old versus a two-year-old, but um, you know, you certainly want to see if the horse is developed, you know, certainly better workouts are, are a good thing. Um, <clears throat> the trainer also shows a record of eight for 46 with a 197 ROI with three-year-olds and up going uh, over 180 days on um, uh, on dirt. So so, so I'm, I'm putting them in there, but I'm also going to use Atalanta Alexandra mainly um, is a little slower, but the, the trainer's hitting at 30% and um, it's going to be a price. And then I'd also use divine connection who just matched her top and Safi Joseph is probably going to be a part of this pick five somewhere. Yeah. I thought Atalanta Alexandra has upside and seems to be kind of steadily improving. So that one makes sense. Um, could get a you know a, a ground saving trip. The other kind of price horse I liked was the five Sylvia V's hero. Um, you know her dirt races have almost all her dirt sprints have almost all been really good. Um, and I she didn't run well on the synth early in the year, but uh, when she her her race two back was was good. You know she won that pretty impressively. Broke her maiden. Then they stretched her out. She kind of got tired. Now they cut back again. So I like the cut back and distance. Um, if she runs back to that race two back, there's no reason why um, 
you know, she couldn't win the race. And she's she could be a pretty big price. She was 15 to one last time and she finished eighth by 15. So this is one where you might get that 12 to one or higher. Okay, we'll go to the 11th race. It is the Pulpit Stakes, seven and a half. Pulpit, the sire of Tappet. Uh, seven and a half furlongs on turf, purse of 100,000 for two-year-olds. And Bill, last race, your turn to get us started. Mm. Um, I have two horses, in, I have three horses in total that I would probably key, but I would include all three in on my pick five ticket. Um, the two that I like are the seven horse General Ledger and the 10 horse uh, Tokeo. I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but let me see what it was I liked. Seven looks tough class-wise. Seven is first-time turf. That's um, well, well bred for the turf. If he takes to the turf class-wise, uh, I think he's right there. The ten also facing. No, I'm I'm wondering if I got the right race here. Hold on a second. <laughs> That happens every once in a while. I know I like the five at a price. I think it was the five that I meant to say was the horse that I liked. Yeah, I apologize for that. I'm looking, you know, class-wise, and my other two horses don't seem to be there, but this horse um, was right there in a in a grade two. I, I apologize. Palm tree, the five horse is my pick in this race. Um, and then I have a note at a price. So I'm talking about the seven horse was the price horse general ledger. If he takes to the turf, um, and the 10 horse who is, uh, Tokeo. Although I'm thinking I might've written down the wrong horse there as well, because I don't see it anymore, but my pick is the five is, uh, palm tree. Okay, palm tree stymied in his last race. Yeah, stretch. Uh, Chris, what are you thinking? Yeah, the problem with palm tree is his trouble was so obvious, it's going to get overbet. Um, and he got stymied, but he wasn't going to win. It probably cost him some placing, but um, it, it's it was so obvious right near the end of the race, everyone's going to see that, and it's going to get more than baked into the odds so i'm kind of against palm tree just because of that that's one of those trips that are too obvious um noted will be the favorite probably deservingly um but doesn't stand out in here so I, i'm thinking those two are going to get heavily bet if you can get past those two you have a chance and the horse i decided i liked was the other one that that bill mentioned general ledger who is bred to handle the stretch out on the turf, I think. Uh, you know, and he ran well on the dirt. He had a bad race last time. He kind of had trouble at the start. I'm just going to toss that. But his other two races were really good. And there's nothing that says he couldn't handle, um, you know, going long on the turf. So at 20 to 1 on the morning line, um, and I doubt that he's going to be 20 to one, but with, if they heavily bet the eight and the five, he'll be a good price. Um, he's definitely one I'm interested in. You can make a case for some others and Scott might, um, but I'll go with the seven general ledger as a, as a, you know, another good price play in here. Okay. So <laughs> I, uh, I threw in a, uh, my pick was double your money. But then I looked at the time form pace projector because I was like, hey, he's got speed. And then I looked at the time form pace projector and they say fast pace. And the two outside horses really like to um, gun it as well. 
or maybe the out the outside horse doesn't um the 11 doesn't uh okiro isn't necessarily um uh gonna be at the very front but it looks like uh tokeo is definitely gunning for it so so i i don't uh, i i think i'm gonna let the round robin um go I, i'll use double your money but i've got to find uh i've got to choose a closer because it does look like it's going to be a pretty fast pace um so I'll, I'll let you do that and i'll let you guys uh banter and then i'll come at you with my actual top pick <laughs> yeah now that i'm <laughs> i'm looking at it i don't know what numbers i i was thinking when i wrote it down but i did think that the two favorites just been facing much better um palm tree and noted um for some reason i wrote down a different number um but that for the reasons uh, a lot of the reasons that chris noted i also would throw in general ledger first time turf interesting he's he's been well, his odds on last race but he's been bet from the from the start he was uh almost odds on in his first two races as well. Yeah, the only other horse I would mention is the two Liam's journey, who draws a good post. He can he could get a really good trip. He he's not gonna be way back, but he can settle and it's Mike Maker, you know, um on the turf. So, you know, and he's never really run a bad race. And, you know, he ran pretty well on his first try going longer last time. So and that was in a graded stake. So he's kind of from a class perspective fits as well. So to me, the two's kind of obvious, maybe too obvious, but you know, like I said, I think noted's going to get hammered and the eight horse and the five horse palm tree off of that trouble is going to get over a bit. So maybe the two horse floats up a little bit. Um, if that happens. Okay, uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to stick with Liam's journey. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm sorry, double your money. Uh, the other horses that I think are worth using are Liam's journey, Reminder, and Palm Tree. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't key in on Palm Tree because I agree with you, Chris. That that trouble was a little uh, overbaked, and and um, I mean, <clears throat> he was stymied right at the end, but like he wasn't going anywhere, so. Uh, you know, all stretch. I was waiting for him to make a move, and he didn't. And then, he, and then he checked in the stretch at the end. Um, reminder is really kind of interesting in that uh, he's a half to Moms on Strike, who was a, a good Philly slash mare uh, who ran pretty well, and then also another horse named Otago who won a stake. Uh, on turf. So I kind of, I'm kind of interested in that horse, uh, is slow, but hasn't run on the turf yet and could be a surprise. So, uh, reminders, sort of the, the price play. Yeah. I kind of like him as a long shot. I like the way you're thinking. I mean, he hasn't been on the turf yet, but it does look like he has the breeding that should say there's no reason why he shouldn't make that transition. And he really hasn't had a, uh, you know, a breakout race. So, you know, a lot of slow paced synth races. So, and yeah, I kind of like that, you know, he, and he could be a big price. So I like the way you're thinking on that one. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, I did not prepare for this, <laughs> which I, I should have, but I was picking my last race winner, like five minutes before the pause started. Um, but <laughs> But I, but I think people do enjoy us um, going over our, our best value play, our most likely winner of the sequence, and our pick five strategy. So, uh, so, so, uh, so first question is best value um, that you, do you think uh, on the, on the, on, in the sequence, Bill, best value? Well, I really haven't thought about that. And it's hard to say that a horse that I think if I remember correctly was three to one morning line is my best value, but, uh, it actually is two to one morning line, but in the first race, I feel most confident 
about C-Streak in the first leg. Um, I, I think it's five to two at best, so that's not a great value. I think in the ninth race, I had um, the two horse uh, as one of my keys in that race, and that's 12 to one morning line. So I guess that would probably be my best value of the day. I'm including that horse mm. along with the the uh, seven horse who is um, wait fly the W in in that race. So not okay. much value in my best bet, but that's that's who I like the best. If I was going to well, single yeah. leg, that would be the leg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the the whole point is don't worry about value. It's most likely winner. Chris, uh, yeah. who are your best value and most likely winner horses? My best value would be the one Isidoro and the eighth. I mean, that horse is, I don't think it'll be 30 to one, but you know, that that's definitely the one that I, um, uh, you know, think would be a great bet. And I'll, you know, I'll be definitely betting it to win at anything close to that price. Um, and then, uh, Probably the most likely winner, at least of the horses I liked, would be um, Nick Style, the three horse in the tenth. Again, most likely winner, but also most likely to finish last. Um, that that distinction. So that I would go with the best value would be Isidoro, and then probably win ninety nine as the second best value but the most likely winner would be nick style the three in the the tenth <clears throat> okay so uh, i'll put for best value even though it's it's i it, the horse never run before so i can't can't be sure uh, but carnival dancer seems okay. to be the most interesting value wise of my plays and c streak would be my most likely winner And 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 so now we go to the pick five strategy um, portion of the program. Um, Bill, what do you? Uh, how are you going to play this? If you're going to play it? Yeah, I've got. Um, let's see. This would. I think on a fifty cent bet, I believe this would be seventy two dollars. I would go uh, one seven in the first leg. Do you want names or can I do numbers on that? Um, well, you don't actually have to give out your play, but just, you know, like say, are you going to do a caveman? Are you going to single a horse? Are you going to, uh, yeah, you know, I, I probably will go. I, I mean, I don't love the sequence, the quality of the racing. I think it's, it's a tough pick five. Cause I think in a couple races, you'd have to go really deep. The eighth being, the one I probably would go deepest if I was going to really go after this. Um, and if I did that, I probably would single uh, my pick in the eighth race, the seven horse, um, C streak, and then go deep in the eighth. Although right now I've got the two, six, 11. And after listening to you guys talk about the one horse in that race, I would throw that horse in for sure. I like the two and the seven uh, as keys in the ninth, the three, who I think one of you said was your most likely winner in the 10th. And I would go three deep in the 11th. So I might single the first and then play the pick four. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're alive after the first. Right. So that would uh, that would be my strategy. I'm not spending a ton of money on this, uh, and I would go deep in the second leg and probably single in the first leg. Yeah, yeah I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't put a lot into this. I, I one thing I don't like about the Gulfstream Pick Five is they pay a consolation, so it like cuts your price down twenty five percent because they pay that much out in consolations or something close to that. So. I'm not big on the pick five at Gulfstream. It is a 15% takeout, but when you figure in the consolation on the winning tickets, it's actually a lot higher. So just keep that in mind. Um, I don't like the first leg at all, which is 
part of the reason I'm not too high on this one because I'm not as high on C streak as you guys are. And, you know, I think there's three horses all that are about the same to win. And then I have that one long shot. So that's an awful lot to use in that race. So, um, but I, so I would be really skinny after that. I would probably single Isidoro um, and maybe back up with, or, or, or lean on that and back up with the 10 salacious in that leg. I would probably just single win 99 and hope I can beat fly the W. I think he's almost as good and I don't want to back up with fly the W. He's going to be three to five. So I would just go single with win 99. Probably just uh, heavily lean on Nick Style with backups be the one in the five Atlant Atalanta Alexandra and Sylvia's V's heroes. And then the last race, um, I would that one I'm I would probably go General Ledger and Liam's Journey, and then I might back up with the favorites it noted in Palm Tree just because if I'm alive by then I'll be alive to a lot. Um, uh, and, you know, I'd still get paid even if the five or the eight win because, you know, horses like win 99 and Isidoro are going to be, you know, big prices. But I wouldn't put a lot into this. <clears throat> well, just uh, if I did a caveman with singling the uh, seat streak in the first leg, uh, I'm looking at 300 bucks and I figure there's going to be some scratches. And I, I re-handicap everything the day of the race. So uh, so uh, I, I think I'm going to play this. And I, I expect that it'll be somewhat caveman-ish. Uh, although I probably do something with Noted, who's pretty game. Um, I'd probably do something with Noted and then just the, just the long shots as opposed to any other favorite. Um, but basically singling C streak and 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 then going deepish in every other leg, at least three deep, uh, would be my strategy. And uh, hope 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 for the best. If if C streak were not to win, I wouldn't play the pick four because uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't feel that great about the rest of the sequence. Yeah, I mean, singling somebody in that first leg makes sense. Um, I just wish I liked C string as much as you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the problem with C streak is first time routing. It's not, a you know, it doesn't scream route breeding to me. That's why I'm nervous about, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not quite as high as you guys are, you know, some of the others that are the logicals are more likely, or at least they're more bred to like going longer than the seven. So that, that's what makes me nervous. And, there's a lot of speed in the race and, you know, it's probably going to be a good chance. It could be pressing the pace three wide early and, you know, a hot pace, never yeah. gone a distance, not really bred for it. So to me, I get it. The horse has got a lot of talent. I just am not super sold on it. I wish I were. Cause if I, if I really like someone like you guys do, then I'd be a lot more interested in this because, you know, the other four legs i kind of have opinions on. Um, but you know, that's the race that's troubling me. The most is that that first leg. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I I didn't look. I only looked at the sire of Sea Wizard as Uncle Mo, um, and and figured that would be enough to give it some uh, give it enough uh, meat to get the route. <clears throat> but the sire Sea Wizard has only sired one winner. At a mile or over, out of fourteen starts, one win. So that looks pretty grim. It's hitting at twenty percent at less than a mile. Now, it hasn't had that many horses run, so it's only right, had fourteen right. horses altogether. Yeah. So, so it's 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 hard to. I, I, I now <clears throat> let's put it this way: uh, if I play the pick five, I will single C streak. But I'm I'm not going to get overly excited about the race. Yeah, I'm not saying it's necessarily that stats a negative. It's just a question mark, right? It's just a. I think the distance and the pace are a big question mark on C Street, and you know he hasn't 
shown that he can, you know, handle a, a solid pace going two turns. So, or going one turn, but a yeah. one turn mile. So, I mean, that that's the only thing. That's why I have a hard time leaning on him. When there's a couple other good horses that are so, sort of in the same boat, but seem more likely to get the distance than him, you know, especially if like the one horse, you know, has some decent de- distance breeding and has IRAD in the rail. So it's probably going to, you know, save ground. So I'm, anyway, I, we can spend a lot of time on that, but just, I, I just don't have the conviction you guys have with that horse that, that, and that first leg is what makes, you know, this tricky for me. That's what's always tough about a pick five. It's always, there's always seems to be one or two legs that are sort of vexing. Um, mm-hmm. And that, that's the, that, that's the one that vexes me the most is that, you know, that first leg. Well, I'm looking uh, I at. I definitely have. I was going to I definitely have the same concern about the distance that you have, Chris. Um, I just think of uh, of the ones in this race, just classiest. Although I'm worried about the one, and because I'm not spending a lot of money on the pick five, I will throw the one in as well as the the seven. I think that's the Irad horse, right? Yeah. 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 So I, I I did get the DRF workout reports, and uh, I'm just kind of sk- sk- uh, skipping through to see if there's anything interesting. C Street gets a B. Um, Catalytic gets a B plus and a B. So that's you know. Uh, Izzy Doro gets a B, made a good appearance in solo turf move, ha- traveling with interest by the line. So uh, that's a nice, you know, nice uh, report for you guys. Uh, well, yeah, for me too. But you, for you especially, Chris, because that's your top pick. Um, let's see, win 99, uh, I, I'm not going to say. I don't want to take you off. <laughs> that, that, that's a kind. I, I, that's a kind of race that mean workouts are meaningless to me. You know, it's a mm. you know starter option claimer on the synth. I could care less what the workouts say on that horse. Yeah. So you can you couldn't talk me out of it. You know, I'm more interested on horses that are younger, trying something new, maybe coming off a layoff, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there aren't very many workout reports for that race. Um, and yeah, whatever. C, C, C plus. Um, Nick style, you know, that I'm interested in Nick styles, uh, rating because yeah, he yeah, hasn't he run in a while. Off the layoff. Yeah. He's got a couple of B's, but his last two, uh, are B minus and a maintenance play. So but at least he's got a couple of bees. That's uh, it's, it's good to know. So really, nothing. Uh, I I guess the most notable, just looking at this right now, is that Liam's Journey has two B plus ratings. Yeah, he's pretty exciting. logical. Yeah, he's sort of logical. Um, not sure he'll be playable, but if they overbet. The five palm tree and the, and the eight noted, he could be playable. Mm-hmm. You know, there, um, he might float up above that nine to two. Nine to two is probably about fair value on him. But uh, you know, make him bettable, he'd have to go up for me anyway. But he's got a good post, good rider, good trainer. He makes sense. He's got a. He does that really sharp work. I guess it's probably that fifty-eight and change work on December second that got the B plus. That that's pretty sharp. So he seems to be doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Showed off tons of speed over the main track before easing up on the gallop out while tad warm in the coat. But anyway, okay. So um, that wraps this up. I'd like to thank our guest, Bill Sherman. Bill, thanks for hanging with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I enjoyed this and I look forward to seeing how we do. I do too. Uh, in fact, I'll I'll be at Monmouth tomorrow in the contest, and uh, and you know, I may have some some big win bets on some of these horses because it's a live money bankroll 
live bankroll contest. Mm. So um, I won't be watching on the phone. Contest. (laughs) Yeah, I won't. Oh, is that the horse that you you mentioned before the pod that there was a horse you really liked? And is is it that one? Yeah. Well, Isidoro. Yeah, I would think you could you could make a big score in a contest. That one and the um, the eight horse in the next race win ninety nine. I I I don't think you guys like that one as much as I do, but. I think that horse is going to run a big race. So, yeah, those two would be the ones I'd focus on if I were you in that contest. Gulfstream's part of it, you said, right? So. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 you know, I'm using both those horses, so it's entirely possible that I will uh, send it in on one of those. We'll see. Well, good luck. You win that, Ho- that kind win. of contest, yeah. a horse like yeah. Isadora. Yeah. All right, that will conclude show number 253 of the Sport of Kings pod. Wow. Good luck at Gulfstream or wherever else you play, and please enjoy the Brooklyn Boogaloo Blowout. I'll see you on Sport Kings. Cheers. Thanks, gentlemen. Giddy up. <laughs>